Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about the real need that your spouse may have for you to touch them. And as we talk about this need for touch, I want you to just listen to the words from this quote that says, touch me when I ask, touch me when I'm afraid to ask, touch me with your lips, your hands, your heart, your presence in the room. Touch is so all encompassing. And that's what mm-hmm. we're going to be digging into deep on today's show. But first we start every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug is really an opportunity for us to celebrate you, to celebrate what you're doing in your marriage, to celebrate how you're being intentional and yeah. taking action. And this hug came from an Instagram post that we were tagged in that says date night doesn't always have to look like going out or getting dressed up. It doesn't even have to look like talking to each other. We have been working on our recreational intimacy and have found we actually feel really bonded and happy after a night of reading next to one another. Thank you, One Extraordinary Marriage, for teaching us that there is more than one type of intimacy and that all types need to be prioritized and worked on. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it when you guys take the six pillars of intimacy. You look at the ones that, hey, they may have a crack in it here or two, or or they're, they're strong, and yet how do you strengthen them even more? And how do you make it your own? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. You know, and how do you jump into that? Because as you understand the six different intimacies, you can really just level up your marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you can create this transformation. And, you know, often we're talking about sexual intimacy or emotional intimacy. But I love that this couple really focused on their recreational intimacy and, and just create a transformation in their marriage. You know, as Tony said at the top of the show, we're talking about touch. And that need to be touched. And a few weeks ago, we were having a conversation about the last time that we did a show focused strictly on physical intimacy. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long while. And, you know, the truth is we talk about sexual intimacy a lot. You'll find, you know, I mean, we've done shows on foreplay and whatnot. And we talk about emotional intimacy. You know, we're talking about saying, I'm sorry, last week. and, And, you know, all of these different types of things. But this physical intimacy... Right. And Tony and I have been studying marriages now for over 11 years. It's been a little bit of time studying this thing called marriage. And what we've come to realize and what we've shared literally since the beginning of One Extraordinary Marriage is that physical intimacy and sexual intimacy are not the same thing. Correct. Oftentimes they're used interchangeably, but the reality is that it's very different to be physical than to be sexual. And I want to define physical intimacy for all of you, again, you guys know I love, well, if you're brand new, you don't know this. I love definitions. If you've been around for a little while, you're going, yep, Elisa's about to give us a definition. But physical intimacy is really that closeness, that connection that you feel from all of the different types of loving touch. It, it's, the, it's the intimacy that answers the question, how do I like to be touched? Mm-hmm. And how does my spouse like to be touched? And I'm going to clue you in here, how you like to be touched 
and how your spouse likes to be touched may not be the exact same touches. Just some of you are, are having a light bulb moment just with that statement because it's easy to think, well, if I like to be hugged, surely my spouse likes to be hugged. And maybe you've already seen in your marriage, doesn't matter how long you've been married, that your spouse doesn't respond to touch or to the touches that you like in the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the case in our marriage. Th- this idea of physical intimacy um, has been a source of frustration over, over our, what, 24 years of marriage now. Yeah. I, it, it is interesting to, to look at physical intimacy and how we like to be touched and how that ebbs and flows over the years. Because I know for me now that the simplest of touch to me means the most. And that's honestly when we're driving down the road and Elisa has her left hand on my right knee. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's that touch alone is, is everything to me. And you know, we, we hold hands, we hug, we kiss, we cuddle. And yet when we're just driving down the road and she makes that that move and that intentional, like, because Elisa's head doesn't necessarily like, in and, and just FYI, Elisa is not like, oh my gosh, I got to touch Tony. I mean, she honestly has to think, she has to be intentional about it and she has to take action. And so there is that piece of like, oh wow, she really, right here in this moment, she got it. Like it all came together. And her hand will come over and she'll just touch my knee. Now, it wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been many years when we didn't touch at all. There was no physical intimacy other than when we were leading towards like sex. Mm-hmm. And that caused a lot of frustration in our marriage. Absolutely. You know, it's, I, I do think about it. I think about those first years. And I wouldn't say that there were years that we didn't have physical touch, physical intimacy. Probably felt like it to you. Probably felt like way long droughts. I, I, okay. I would say there were long droughts of, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that we understood it then. Correct. We didn't understand the importance of just holding hands, hugging, cuddling, touching each other in ways that didn't lead or have to lead to sex. Absolutely. And, and the source of frustration, I think a lot of it came from the fact that, you know, I would hear Tony say, Elise, I, I just, I need you to touch me. And I'm, and like, it didn't actually, you know, and some of you may just be laughing your heads off right now that didn't compute Mm -hmm. because I don't crave desire, need, want touch in the same way. So he would say those words and I'm like, like literally, I mean, and you probably saw it on my face where you're like, she doesn't get it. Yeah. She doesn't, because I'm thinking it's not a big deal to me. Why is it such a big deal to him? And yet I think a lot of it too early on. And that's why we, as we studied marriages and have and continue to study marriages, that physical intimacy and that physical intimacy pillar is completely separate than that sexual intimacy mm-hmm. pillar because the two would get very blurry. And sure. so w- with Elisa and I, there, there was this tug of war happening between us that if we get physical, then it must become sexual. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't want to get sexual then I don't want to be physical. And in my mind, I, I would, in those early years, was definitely a quit. I'm like, we're having sex. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what I'm in my head, I'm like, what more do you need? We're touching. We're touching. And it wasn't until we started, you know, identifying these six pillars where I'm like, oh, this is actually a separate pillar. And if I'm not initiating touch, if I'm not participating in touch, then I'm actually creating cracks in one of the pillars mm-hmm. in our marriage. And, you know, you talk about your light bulb moments 
where you're like, oh, okay, what does this look like? Because last week we asked the question, who initiates physical intimacy more? We do all of our polls on Instagram um, over there at One Extraordinary Marriage. And 53% of you said, I do, which actually kind of surprised me that it was so closely split. So closely split. But then the, the second question that we asked, and this is where it gets interesting, we asked, has physical intimacy ever been an issue in your marriage? And 84% of you said it has, which is interesting because if almost half of you are initiating, but 84% of you are saying, yeah, it's, it's still been a problem. Like we got to talk about this, mm-hmm. right? Because first of all, that means, you know, we're talking 84%. That means that you are not alone if physical intimacy has been an issue in your marriage. Mm-hmm. It's almost all of us have been in that same boat. And partly, I think it's because we get so wrapped up in this idea that physical intimacy is equated to sexual intimacy. And so we're not pulling them apart. And so if it's all wrapped up in together, if you're having sexual issues, well, it must be physical intimacy. They're different. Ding dong. They're different. You can still be having sex and be having issues with your physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight up. You can. And, and we've got to go back to the sense and this understanding that we were designed for touch. Like literally from the moment that you're born, what happens? You are held by your mother. It doesn't matter if you've had a vaginal birth or cesarean birth. They put you skin to skin with your mom at birth. Mm -hmm. There's all the kangaroo care, right? Like stick the baby in a diaper and lay it on dad's chest because there's so much involved in touch and having all of those sensors. And you get all... What's kangaroo care? Kangaroo, that's what they... (laughs) I, I, sorry. Kangaroo care is exactly what I just described. It's where they put like, um, especially like with dads okay. and stuff where they'll put the baby in a di- like diaper. So baby's naked except for the diaper. Uh-huh. And they lay the baby on the chest. Okay. Because you can think of kangaroos are like all snuggled in next to their. Got it. New okay. term. New term. Thank New you term very that much I hadn't <laughs> defined for Tony. And so he's just like, what are you talking about? But here's the thing. that That's the ideal right? Of touch and touch is really fostered within a family. But the truth is that some families don't do a lot of touch. They don't have a lot of touch. And you or your spouse may have grown up in a family where touch wasn't that important. It Mm -hmm. wasn't part of the family dynamic. And in other instances, touch may have actually gone so far as to been withheld, Mm -hmm. right? There was, it was, it was like a reward punishment type of thing in terms of touch or touch was actually distorted and it became a negative thing. And so maybe you, there's some childhood traumas and things like that where touch isn't associated with love. Mm -hmm. It's not associated with, um, connection and closeness. And truth of the matter is, is that there are some people that simply don't need touch as much as other people. We're a case in point. We're totally a case in point. And, and it, I mean, it's not what I want to say is if, if you and your spouse are on different aspects of the touch spectrum, right? This physical intimacy spectrum. I want to be real clear. It's not a right or wrong. It's simply a different. Your spouse is different than you. And, and that's okay because you've probably already figured out that they are different than you. So this is just one other area where they're different. Here's, a, here's an interesting thing though. And if we look at our physical intimacy, if you were to see Elisa, mostly, uh, Elisa and I most of the time, if we're doing a walk and talk, we're usually doing our thing. We're in our own spaces. We will grab each other's hands and we'll we'll hold hands. Uh, outwardly, you, you you I mean, even come and watch like a Take Action Thursday on our the one family Facebook group. 
you'll see Elisa and I are next to each other, but we're not hanging on one another. There is still touch. It's very subtle and it works for us. So that's there. But then I think about, Hey, when we go to bed and it's why I love the summer months the most, because we talk about why sleeping naked is important. Mm -hmm. It's vital for us. It really hasn't for many of you in the one family. It is as well because it's in that place there, the physical intimacy happens and it's, it's a closeness for us mm-hmm. that nobody would ever see, but we do. And it doesn't lead to sexual, it, it's that physical touch and it, and it fills both of us. And mm-hmm. Elisa can say, Hey, I'm not that physical person. It may be in an outwardly fashion. And yet when we're in bed, you better believe it. She's over there. She's cuddling up. And so she gets her fill there. And it may be even in a subconscious way mm-hmm. that it's happening. So look at your physical touch and that physical intimacy in many different places in your marriage. Mm. It may not look like just the holding hands and that's okay because your physical intimacy is different for each of you and how you are receiving it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, we need to address the fact that, you know, it may look different and we need to be sensitive collectively that if if your spouse is saying, I need you to touch me, then there may actually be cracks in this physical intimacy pillar because you can't ignore mm-hmm. what your spouse is saying. It won't go away, right? That need, that, that conversation, that hamster wheel is not going to go away unless you address it. So let's talk about what that looks like to bring more physical intimacy in your marriage after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself... What is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We're back and we're talking about building the physical intimacy in your marriage. And, you know, there are a couple of things that I need to clear up from that survey that we did last week on Instagram. And it's important that you, that you hear these words because these are actually words from spouses literally all over the world in regard to touch. And I want to start here because I think it's important that we just pause on these couple of phrases very much or at the start of this one is that not every touch has to lead to sex. And I get that because that was, that was what distorted physical intimacy for me because there was a season in our marriage where I thought every touch was leading to sex because I didn't understand physical intimacy 
and we were in a place where we were so dysfunctional that the only time we touched was leading to sexual intimacy. Well, there are deep cracks in our physical intimacy pillar. Totally. And so my, and, and Elise and I had also cracks in our emotional pillar. Totally. I mean, th- those were there. And so for me, it was, I, I don't know how to share it. I don't know how to express it. And so what I would do is I would just come up to Elisa and just continue just to grab her, mm-hmm. grab her butt, grab her breast, you know, touch her some way, hug her, you know, in, in, in she felt suffocated by that. It wasn't that our marriage was the problem. Mm-hmm. It was that these intimacies had cracks in them and we didn't know how to express them. Right. So just understand that it doesn't. Not every touch has to lead to sex. And that is something that we've grown over the years and understand that while these touches are, they're, they actually heighten. Mm-hmm. If we understand them enough, those touches over time can heighten that sexual intimacy. And I think it's also important that you hear that the opposite of that is true and that sex is not the goal every time your spouse touches you. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. It, it, it's the same statement said two different ways, depending on which side you're on, but they're both true statements when you are able to have the conversation mm-hmm. around it. And, you know, Tony alluded th- to this a little bit earlier in the show, but I also want to, to just emphasize it here at this point in the show that it's the little touches that matter. But for most spouses, the most important thing is knowing how your spouse likes to be touched. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't, don't just assume, please don't, all of you go, you know, the next time you're in the car, put your hand on your, your husband or your wife's leg because they may not like it in the same way that Tony does. It's important to know what touches your spouse likes. Right. It would be honestly, and I would, I'll share this, it would be honestly awkward for Elisa if we were in like in a room with a bunch of people and I just began to hug her and just hold on to her and hug her. She'd be like, this is weird. Like, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Like, it's okay. You you want to, you know, put your arm around me, whatever. But a full-on hug, she'd just be like, no. But in our bed, cuddling, no big deal. So just knowing that has allowed us to go, okay, we can still have, we can have this, this physical intimacy. It's just understanding how it works for us and where. Mm-hmm. And when you're building physical intimacy, here are some things that are important for you to know. And these, again, are words from collectively from the one family. You need to know that your touch actually makes your spouse feel secure, seen, loved, and important. I like that. When you know that your touch has that effect on someone, you might actually do it a little bit more, right? You need to know that your spouse is looking at you if you're the one that is all over loving on the kids, and this goes for both husbands and wives, mm-hmm. that your spouse sees that you can be super affectionate and physically intimate with your children is, and is saying in their heads, I can see that you can do it for the kids. Do it for me, right? They're, they're, they're seeing that. So think about that. Where are you giving out your physical intimacy, right? Where are you connecting, hugging, squeezing, cuddling, whatever, that maybe you can transfer that to your spouse, mm. right? It's one way to build it. You can say... Or, or if you understand that the physical intimacy is sometimes an outgrowth or comes from the overflow of the emotional intimacy. Some of you might need to spend a little more time in conversation with your spouses, building that emotional intimacy so that they feel connected and can then out of that, that connection with you, 
feel more open to holding your hand, to hugging you, to kissing you. It, it, it's it, And that ebbs and flows. Totally. There, there are going to be times when you're going to feel like, oh my gosh, we are so connected physically. We're, we're, we're just loving on one another. And then you may go through a dry week or two. Mm-hmm. You know, stress is up. Kids are doing things that you never thought possible. Mom and dad got in a fight or somebody got hurt or you had a death or, you know, and when that emotional intimacy and that conversation begins to dry up, you find that sometimes the physical begins to dry up as well. Mm -hmm. And it's just understanding. And I want to say this too, is that Elisa and I love our six pillars of intimacy And you could look at them and go, oh, but they're just individual pillars. I want you to know that they all stand next to one another and they're intertwined. They all work together in some way, shape, or form. And so when that emotional connection begins to dry up because of a number of things that could happen, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've been even thinking about this even in, in our lives right now and over the last year plus since selling my other business and, and working at home is you know, we're together 24 seven. And I've been thinking about like, I see Elise and and I'll come up to her office and I'll touch her. And, and I miss the days when I used to leave Mm -hmm. because I didn't see her all day. And then, so when I did see her, we would talk and, and there was this connection and we would touch each other because we hadn't seen each other all day. And so just think about some of the circumstances that may have happened over this last year and a half that have caused a dryness to come between you guys mm-hmm. doesn't mean it always has to be there it just means you got to come up with some solutions to getting back to that place absolutely and, and in that you know you talk about solutions you know this week it's time to have have some conversation around this right it's time to have the conversation around physical intimacy and and start with the question you know how do you like me to touch you because whether you've been married for two weeks or 22 years what you think your spouse wants or needs or desires and what they actually do may not be the same thing. Yeah. I mean, here, here are some folks, what some folks said, back rubs, like that stuff doesn't even like cross mine and Elisa's mind. Although we do have, when it comes to like massages, mm-hmm. we, we have been doing more of those, but those are typically for us. Just FYI, we know that's leading to sex. That's definitely foreplay. That is definitely like a foreplay deal. Mm-hmm. For some of you, it's just a back rub. Like right. I would never even, to me, no big deal. Like I I could go whatever. Mm-hmm. But for some of you, it's like, that's how I'm connected to you. You know, kisses on the forehead. You know, what, you know, again, it could be just holding hands. Mm-hmm. But it's in, it, it may be in spe- uh, specific and in particular places. Like sometimes we have to get granular. We We think it's just like, oh, I like to be touched. Really? Well, how? Where? When? The, the, it's amazing how much we can dive into this, and yet we don't. We just go, I, I, I like physical touch. Mm-hmm. I'll tell all of you, the five love languages drive me crazy. And especially this one around physical touch, because many of you are going to go, oh, well, one of my, one of my love languages is physical touch. It's all about me. I, I need physical touch. You need to touch me. No, within the six pillars of intimacy, it's not just about you. It's about you and your spouse because they have some element of physical touch as well. They desire physical intimacy from you as well. 
So what does it look like? Now, they may not need it as much, mm-hmm. just like in mine and Elisa's relationship and our marriage. And yet she still needs it. I still need it. It's just at different places. Mm-hmm. You also need to ask the question, you know, when I touch you, how does that make you feel? You know, I shared a few minutes ago that that so many of the comments said, when my spouse touches me, I feel secure, seen, mm. loved, important. You could probably add cherished or mm-hmm. protected or, you know, pro- provided for. I, I don't know what the answer is for your spouse. You're going to have to ask the question, you know, when I'm intentional about touching you, how does that make you feel? Don't assume the answer. Don't assume that your touch doesn't make a difference to your spouse. Ask the question. Find out. Because here's the thing. If you know how much it matters to someone, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Especially, and I'm, I'm just going to, you know, uh, it's been well documented on this show over the last 11 years. I do have to think about touching Tony. It is not my default but I know that it matters to him. So yes, do I go through a thought process when we're in the car? Absolutely. Is it weird? I don't know. Some of you may think it's weird. For me, it's just habit now that I, I actually think, oh, we're in the car. Take your left hand and put it on Tony's right leg. And, and for me, when she does that, it's that I'm seen. She sees me. I'm important. And there's something in that moment that Elisa doesn't know, but I just sort of go, she sees me. She knows I'm here. Like, and it's the littlest of, of things. And yet it means so much. Because it's just that connection we get to have. And hey, for those of you who have kids, and we do too, they could be chirping in the back seat, driving you nuts. Believe me, you, like, we've been there and still are there times. You know, but that touch just goes, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You're important. Yeah, we're in this together. That's it. And, and, you know, finally ask the question, what can I do to create an environment where we can strengthen our physical intimacy? Right? Hashtag this year. What can I do? That's right. So what can I do in our marriage to strengthen this physical intimacy pillar, mm. right? What, what is it touching you during the day? Is it, you know, I was talking to a husband the other day and a coach and call and he's like, I would, I would just love a kiss in the morning before I leave for work. And when, when I get home and, and I actually saw a post, um, I think it was this past week on in the one family. And it was, uh, you know, a husband talking about his parents' marriage and dad was in the hospital having surgery. Mom is, um, is dealing with Alzheimer's and doesn't really remember, but the father said to the son, make sure someone kisses your mom at night mm-hmm. because I kiss her every night and has for like, I don't know, I think it was like 60 some odd years. That's how important physical touch is, right? That's what it, that's what it says when you build that over a lifetime, mm-hmm. right? What is that touch? What do we need to do? Do we need to have more conversations, you know, and, and get into that emotional intimacy so that we can have more physical intimacy? Do we need to be doing more recreational intimacy like the couple reading books together on the couch? I mean, they may have just been like snuggled up and maybe just their feet were touching and they're both reading, but you know what? There's touch as a part of that. What can you do looking at all six pillars of intimacy to really build this physical intimacy pillar? And I just, you know, I just want to say, don't blow off this pillar. Mm -hmm. Don't, dismiss your spouse if they're saying I need you to touch me because this this is an opportunity for the two of you to grow closer in your marriage yeah well you got a task this week 
And it's one that I know and we know is going to bring breakthrough is that the two of you are really going to get this opportunity this week and talk about what your physical intimacy looks like in your marriage. Go do it. Go do it. Sit down, take 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be hours here. It could be 10 minutes Mm -hmm. just sharing with one another. What does it look like? And then the biggest thing, take action, do it, share it, get real with one another, open, you know, get honest, get transparent. It's working. It's not working. This is together as a team. You're working together to find what works in this pillar for each of you. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We look forward to hearing your hugs about how you guys are connecting within your physical intimacy. Share those with us at hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We want to share those here with the one family. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.